हे गाइस वी बैक टुडे आई एम ट्यूनिंग इन फ्रॉम अटलांटा मेल्स इन इंडिया टुडे वी हैव अ स्पेशल गेस्ट विद अस ही इज क्वाइट द एंटरप्रेन्योर एंड ही इज हेल्प्ड क्वाइट अ फ्यू कंपनीज डेवलप ग्रो वर्क विद देम एंड नाउ ही इज आल्सो अ वीसी स्काउट ही इज दीप हे दीप हाउ यू डूइंग हे हाय हेलो एवरीवन आई एम लाइव बट आई एम गुड आई एम गुड आई एम रियली गुड हाउ आर यू गाइस we're doing fine and this great so just this uh, so honestly one thing that mevel and i follow in our uh, podcast is that we don't like to research into our uh, guests too much because then the authenticity in the podcast gets lost right so that's a good idea sounds like a good idea yeah so one thing to start off with tell us about your background your childhood your education college how was the entire experience any uh valuable or any life changing experiences you had ah uh, yeah all of them are life changing for me at least <laughs> um yeah so high school was okay uh, not not much focus there i was a, a, a normal person that's it i'm a normal person but you know there's no not much i wasn't that scared i was a bored guy who had to go to school because he had to because that's how it works i i had no interest in studying uh, i had no interest in making a good career at all like you know i was a backbencher i remember one of my teachers once told me that um, i i would never get a job i get a good job and i would i could never be a good leader i raised my hand when i when my teacher asked that if you know there's anyone who wants to be a class monitor or a class leader i cr and i raised my hand and she said no okay yeah she, like can everyone laughed at me okay oh deep yeah you cannot be one um so yeah that's how that's how my childhood was you know and in a nutshell uh going to college i somehow so one of the incidents that took place was that i got a whatsapp message from someone who needed blood uh and before i can get back reach back to this person with someone who can donate blood the person was that is no more he was no more and this incident kind of inspired the entrepreneur in me so i started building i built a product that connects people who need blood with people who can donate blood and that's how the whole entrepreneurial journey started this app was called rat and i was in the first year of my college so that's how i kind of became you know i came into the awareness that i can do something i have to do something i have to innovate i have to use my skill sets to help people around me so yeah uh, that's that's where the whole chain of uh, uh, becoming better doing something uh, building something started and then i started another startup which failed which raised uh, an angel amount and failed we can talk about talk about that too uh, and then um, while while being an entrepreneur i learned a spectrum of skills which you have to do being an entrepreneur which i then utilized started utilizing for you uh, know in my jobs so that you know of course i can survive then i moved uh, ahead and went to canada to do my pg in it business analysis for a couple of years while working with a startup of fintech school in 2019 i came back uh, to india so that uh, i can stay with my family for one and then i see a lot of gap of innovation gap of uh, innovation is the word yeah gap of innovation that 
I want to fill to be able to make India better. So that's kind of the whole, you know, thought process on why I came back to India, and that's how I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to do these days. Yeah. So that that's the that's the overview. Yeah, that's 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 really interesting. So I was going through your LinkedIn like the other day just to see, uh, to get an overview of what you've done. So you've like stated in your introduction, it's easy. These the numbers. That is age, work experience, and CGPA, and follow your passions. That is something like Avira that I imbibe and really, really have the notion about. So, what is your thinking from like ditching those numbers from age, work, experience to having like thirty thousand followers on LinkedIn? What is your like motivation being behind building this brand of yourself, of your name, Deep Kakkar, and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. So this was a recent thought. So this was this. This is a very um um i would say a seed that i had since i started as an entrepreneur but this is something that i put uh, or pointed out or penned down or uh, very recently which is so when so my first startup uh, which got an angel investment was a platform for people to apply for jobs without having to upload their resume so we were ditching the resume from the whole hiring process because what i believe in is that you know your resume or your sheet of paper or what grades or what college or what university you're studying from is not what matters but the skill set that you bring in and the action that you can take while doing the job is something what you know it's is something that uh, actually helps the company right so i because i have seen people especially in india and in south asia that people who get really good grades are not actually um that good at doing what they need to do while while backbenchers are extremely well and know how to get stuff done so that's that's one of the things that i had uh, realized earlier and um, yeah so again to give an example for people for for especially to students who are looking for jobs and internships i have worked with more than 30 startups as a marketing consultant i have uh, worked with uh, four five startups uh, at uh, in a leadership role or in, in the founding team i have given more than 100 interviews applied for more than 500 jobs let's let's that's uh, the ones that i applied for but the ones that i got hired for no one asked me for my grades like not even not even one which you know like i don't know how that happened but it kind of vibe that okay people i want to work with and people who want to hire me have the same notion that you know grades don't matter so yeah coming back to that i really believe that uh, grades and what kind of years of experience and uh, uh, college names is something that actually does not go a long way but what kind of proof you have for the skill sets that you have learned as what matters i'm sure this is very influential because it's something we see even though um, we're studying at tech we uh, often see people more pulled towards getting a 4.0 uh, gpa rather than focusing on probably an activity that can actually spark i mean that could be their career interest and that could be something they do for the rest of their lives and this this thing as to how the grades don't matter and it's actually what you can pull through that actually matters it's very very eye opening plus something that i think we see in daily lives but probably don't apply it as much uh that's really nice i just want to ask you you were talking about how you um trying to fill the gap 
of innovation in India. There's a gap that you see, and that's the spectrum that you want to solve. How how are you doing it? So, what are the processes or anything that you're doing to uh, fill in that gap? Yeah, so I'm still I'm still finding out how exactly can I do that. A few things I'm doing right now is one of the company one company that I'm doing uh, the full time job with called Angelag. We organize hackathons for for corporates. So I think hackathons and uh, competitions are a really good way of learning and innovating something. That's 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 one of the things I am also trying to bring in or connecting startups in India and South Asia with VCs who are not in this region but are also open to investing in startups here. So that's another way. I am also working on a side project which is still in the stealth mode, which will ultimately hopefully become a startup that will teach people in, in, in a more practical manner. So uh, again, uh, the backstory of that is, you know, when you try to learn something and when you have learned something from a university, I'm not against universities or college, of course, you know, that they are of course necessary. But what you learn there, so say if you are doing MBA in marketing, I'm really sure that what you are taught there is not something that's going to be useful when you go into, actually go into marketing. Right. I have learned marketing myself. I um, have never done a, a, like an, a, a real uh, college course in marketing. I've done I'm also a computer science student and I, I work in marketing, but I've never. Like I, I never had to do a course to do marketing and the people that I work with and I hire and I interview, I always see that what they have learned is uh, is, is not actually a sellable skill. They can theoretically say that they know marketing, but then when I ask them to do something, they have to start and learn it from scratch, even though they have a degree in marketing. So, yeah, so uh, that was the backstory of a platform that I'm creating where I plan to teach marketing for free to anyone um, exactly the way that they would do it in a job. So yeah, there's there's a few ways uh, I am working to you know, innovate in India and make things better. There are of course uh, many more avenues that I'm yet to uh, pursue. Yeah, let's rewind a bit. So you were telling about raising money for your first startup and how mm-hmm. you went on to raise angel angel investments. So like after learning about like the problem that the that India had about blood donations uh, about so, uh, sorry. So say that about like resume is being asked Recruitment. for like jobs and stuff. So what really motivated you to build a product and then gain VC funding? And what was the process that, that you went through? Because like raising VC money for the first time is insanely hard and everybody agrees with yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, what was the process and like chain of thought? Yeah, nice question. So, so what happened is, this was the first year of my engineering. I built this uh, the app that I talked about, which was the uh, the um, blood blood thing, right? So people who, uh, people who need blood can connect to people who can donate blood. That was the first year, and by the end of this first year, I started applying for internships, which is kind of early if you see from the intern scenario. Uh, no one applies for an internship while they are studying. It's almost like third or fourth year when you start applying for internships. But I I wanted to be uh, early and fast and quick on doing and achieving stuff. So I started applying for internships. I did not have anything to put on my resume other than money. So I was getting rejected, of course. No one would even talk with me, even though I knew that I had some skills that would 
turn to be a sellable skill and would be helpful to the company that I was, I was applying for. No one was, um, no one wanted to talk with me. So out of frustration, I thought, why do we need resume? Why don't we directly have something that lets people apply for jobs from these skills that do they actually possess? So the platform I built. Uh, so let's you know, let's uh, let's not do this now. So um, there was a hackathon in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Uh, that I participated, which was by the way organized with by the same organization that I'm working with right now, Angelag. So that hackathon, I went to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia for uh, this 24-hour hackathon. My friends say that I'm crazy to spend one lakh Indian rupees just to go to this hackathon for 24 hours. It it does it didn't make sense. Uh, then even it doesn't make sense now. I'm more of an intuitive guy. If I want to do something, I just do it right. So I spent one lakh uh, Indian rupees to go there. To Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, I built this product where recruiters can post problems that they're actually facing, and then for the problems that they're looking to hire someone, and the job seekers can apply without uploading resume by solving the problems that the recruiter is facing. So you know it was this kind of a marketplace. Now we were selected selected as one of the finalists over there. We did not win. I came back. I had one of the one of the team members from the hackathon who eventually become the became the co-founder of the startup the product after coming back i was in the second year of my college we still kept working on it there was not much traction we were not able to accomplish anything because even though we were technical people this was a really hard nut to crack it it's it's really hard to build this kind of marketplace when you are not that good at you know programming so yeah we kept working on it i even though we did not have a product, I kind of not faked it, but I kind of hyped it and started marketing and talking with recruiters who would like to use the platform as, you know, as as a wait. I, I kind of created a wait list of people, even though we did not have a product to understand if it was something that people actually wanted to use. So while I was doing that, I was actually able to get uh, traction and interest from surprisingly from from really good companies that I I cannot name now, right? So I got a yes from good companies who say that, okay, we would be happy to use the platform once it, once it is ready. And then because of this traction and something that we had built, we were able to raise a small amount uh, uh, from an investor who was based in, in, in Malaysia. Now, we were really lucky. I don't see this happening these days that even though you do not have anything to prove uh, either a product or really good traction, you do not get money, right? This this were some old days and we really got lucky that we got some, uh, some amount from an angel investor. Uh, the process was, uh, again, surprisingly straightforward, which doesn't happen. But what happened next was uh, what what changed how my life was, right? So I raised, even though the product was a tech product and something that I learned from this is when, you, when your business is a tech business and your product is a tech product, you should not outsource the tech, right? But that's something that we did. We were very naive. We were very noob on how to make things work. So we outsource the whole core product. And we are like, what we got as a result was not something that we expected. It was a very shitty thing, right? So yeah, uh, we wasted some of the money. In fact, seven, 
50% of the money on building something that was not even usable. So we wasted the investor's money, the investor backed off, the co-founder backed off. I was left with half big product, no money, no resources, no team. I was going to college. Uh, and then I had like, you know, a few hours of time to do something. And I, I still wanted to do this. I still wanted to build the product. So I started working as a marketing consultant where I was getting paid to start with $5, five bucks a day. Uh, and then eventually, of course, I increased the price while I started learning. So I was earning from there and I was putting this money to be able to build the product. The end was that I got eligible to get a government grant of worth of rupees, two crore rupees. I got eligible. I did not take it because I wanted to go to Canada. So yeah, that's the story of uh, how it's all. That's the name of the product. Really, uh, I'd say inspiring that you gave up such a big grant to uh, follow what you want to do in life. And uh, but what are the plans now? Like you said, you're working on some things. Are there any ideas or? Uh, any other potential for future startups that you see any markets that you've been studying that you think uh if this goes out to the indian youth that they can start working on or they should look at or they should study more into yeah yeah so yeah there's a few thoughts around this one i would say don't go for a market right because it's it's there's no market that's always evergreen things can change markets or trends can crash either go for what you are what you are you know more interested in second if if i still have to do it i would say that fintech and blockchain is something that i am i have my eyes on one of the reasons is that the previous company i worked with was a fintech company uh, was a fintech learning platform and currently i am a vc fellow at a at a at an investment firm that invest in fintech and blockchain so that's that's one of the reasons i i have my eye open for you know what's happening in fintech and blockchain third is and and this is specifically more suitable for me and how i have how my mindset has evolved after starting starting failing trying failing a lot of times and going through the whole process i the, the process of failure actually uh, a lot of times i figured that if i do something or if I start something, I don't want it to be huge or something that I aim to make a unicorn, but I want to do something that's really small, but something that doesn't need my time, doesn't need much resources. I want to make it a little bit lean and mean, um, more like a lifestyle business because, and I I, I tell, I, 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 I talk about this every time whenever I'm talking with someone is that I want to try, uh, have a better work-life balance because i for now have a work work balance i always say this that i want to have this have work-life balance more but i am never able to do it so yeah if i start something it's going to be more of a lifestyle business that uh runs by itself and you know i can spend more time um pursuing something that's not um how do you say it? that's not um time consuming or maybe more satisfying the hobbies that i have kind of thing not not work related at least yeah and yeah. okay so oh uh, yeah yeah so uh, sorry one more one more industry that i am i am watching is remote sorry uh, uh future of work 
given how the pandemic has changed how we work and how remote teams are being normal and how people have started uh, hiring remotely how there's a tons of tools that you see uh, where uh, you know people uh, remote teams communicate for one the project ma- management tools that we see uh, tools uh, that um, lets you get a work together online with your teams so i am i'm a big geek of these kind of tools every day when i wake up first thing i do is go on product hunt and see what are the new tools that have launched so yeah i i really think that the future of work is going to explode in terms of uh people who use these tools plus uh, vc money yeah that's super interesting like what your target markets or say niche interests are in terms of like expanding into a startup and stuff like that but if you were to choose one startup among the like the gazillions of startups that you worked with which one would be the one that you had the most exp- best experience with and the um, like you learned the most out of that startup or out of the process of bringing the startup to the market and like understanding the product market fit and stuff like that yeah yeah nice one so the previous one that i worked with coffee school uh, is basically an e-learning platform where uh, we let our fintech school lets uh, anyone take a fintech course the course online this is the one where which i would say that i learned the most because i started as the head of marketing where i did everything ranging from content to seo to advertising to uh, running referral programs what not and that's uh, you know and and that that's how it started but how it ended was me not named as a co-founder but working as a founder right because like if you if you want to make a startup work you do everything it takes to make it work and when you are doing that it means that you know you are really passionate about what you do so even though it started as marketing i also had the founders make a pitch deck or reach out to vcs uh, also do bd also do sales when i came back to india they also gave me an additional responsibility of head of india region so that i can scale the whole operations to india uh, to you know again uh, start the shop start the business here in india so in terms of learning i would say that the job that uh, uh, the kid that helped me the most would be the the one who sent the school and um, yeah so uh, again whenever i am applying for a job uh, which i yeah so whenever i'm applying for a job the one question that i always have for the recruiter or the person who is representing the company is that how does jobs evolve in your company because i don't so i don't like when someone says that okay you are a marketing person you do not touch what happens in bd that's something that i hate i like when jobs are evolving you can take ownership of different projects that you are not a part of so yeah that's always a factor that i consider in jobs that's that's really um something that uh, i've i've i hear a lot a lot of people who speak about successful startups this they talk about how they do everything whether it's marketing to it's the uh, down route coding the product or uh, hand making it they have to i think at some point do everything until you get that initial push or initial kind of raise or funding that lets you get more people in and that's something that you've uh, ex- uh, explained pretty well as well so exactly. how does that push happen from like uh, an entrepreneur helping uh, uh, other companies with the marketing or um, 
uh, on in different roles to becoming a VC, a VC scout. How did that happen? Yeah, nice question. So, so just to complete the the previous one, I yeah, it's it's really correct that how uh, because you are an entrepreneur, you want to do, you want to help with all that you can, and that's how. So that's a really good connection. So because as an entrepreneur, when I find a job, when I try to find a job. I'm never satisfied with one role because as an entrepreneur, I don't want to do BD marketing sales, but I want to be someone who grows the business. And it's always, you know, the spectrum of skill sets that stakes to grow a business. So I never want to want to be limited with one skill set, which brings to being a VC. And there's again two things. One is because I have done marketing, BD, sales, operations, project management, whatnot. Something that was not done, something that was untouched for me was VC. Uh, that's 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 like twenty percent of it. Uh, the other part, uh, why VC and how VC is um, for one uh, being the source of why a startup grows, uh, which is the money, or how the startup grows, which is the money, and then being able to give money to or you know connecting people who can give money to startups is actually really fulfilling because that's that's how you know that's that's how uh, the the growth of startup is fueled right so that's that's another thing that i i wanted to join and become uh, pave my way into being being a vc uh now because i cannot be an entrepreneur or i don't want to be one for now for at least like one one year i still love being around entrepreneurs and i love the spirit that they bring and i love the passion that they bring i cannot stay away from it uh, it's it's really addictive now because i cannot be one i don't want to be one i think that at least the you know the best way to be around entrepreneurs and see what's happening see how things are evolving see how projects are growing uh, being a vc again is the best way to best way to do that yeah this are kind of you know some of the reasons that i came into vc yeah that's that's perfect like that's a really interesting like explanation because like people who want to work or maybe work at a high paced startups or fast paced startups that are like growing and like evolving and every day is like a new challenge so vcs are their like only, only source of motivation so yeah that that's an interesting insight i'm kind of curious now how did you write your first vc check was it through savings or was it through somebody you were backed by or how 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 did the process come about what, what was your first vc vc check to to and like how how did it come about i'm just curious about it yeah yeah i wish i was writing my uh, own checks i'm not doing that yet uh for now i am so i'm a vc scout for two firms and i'm a vc fellow for a firm based in latin america so whatever the transactions you know happens it happens i kind of am a part of it but it's not my money and of course you know uh, i i'm sure you would know this but uh, the vc money actually comes from the lps uh, who who funds the vc firms right so uh, none of the checks are coming from me but uh, yeah the firms that i that i am that i'm working with how it came about would be a story of how i keep so it's 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 a 
like it's a long process of course so i keep interacting with a lot of startups uh being a part of a uh, lot of slack groups or conferences or networking events even i try to like whenever i read a new and uh, a really nice article about a startup on um, media channels i reach out to the founders and then see if they are looking to raise then i connect with dbc from the time working with see if there's a good fit um of course there's a long due diligence process that goes behind it and yeah that's 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 how the process looks like but uh, i hope that a vc check comes from me in a year or so from my pocket yeah that makes sense so like now that you talk about networking and how like everything is evolving and like you broke into vc because of the network you built and the startups you worked with so avirat and i are working on a startup that aims to bridge the gap between traditional networking and trying to drive like one on one interaction and personalization so you must be in those big slack channels and discord servers where like there's no sense of personalization and you don't have that so there's this anonymous nature so we're trying to bridge the gap into gap into building like small uh, communities where people engage and you actually get to have one on one conversations and stuff like that so what is your view on online communities as a whole with reddit discord and slack leading the market and the anonymous nature they have so and with the pandemic obviously everything is like surge surge like crazy so what is your view about that yeah that's nice so like is it like a lunch club how how are you different from lunch club yeah so what we're trying to do is basically like lunch club does one on one here what we're trying to do is since reddit is like a big platform where you have like multiple subreddits or you must be on like discord servers or slack channels and stuff like that so we try to build communities where suppose like there's a specific topic say stocks for example or say international relations for example so we have people we have a group of people in a particular or like a platform and then people meet one on one from those particular 20 people and you get to have that sense of personalization in that particular community and those 20 people are random like you might be connected to somebody who from say the united states or somebody who's from london who or third person is from say lebanon so you actually get to build your network and actually interact with them about like what's happening in the space in maybe the united states and what's happening in the space in london so we taken like some set of data interests like all that and then basically match those 20 to 25 people to have it like like solid group or solid conversation that they have for like one month 15 days depending on what they choose mm-hmm. interesting and sorry a quick question again so uh, do you like would your platform integrate in slack groups and discord channels or no it's an independent platform in- independent platform oh, yeah okay. interesting yeah, yeah. so uh, being that i have to network a lot like that's part of my job not only as a vc scout and a fellow but also for my full time job and other startups that i kind of you know consult with so it's really important for me to be able to meet interesting people i have tried lunch club i have tried a few other uh, alternatives to this uh in fact one of the other interesting apps or you know kind of integrated small widgets kind of tool on slack is that uh, i'm part of a vc group which where you know they have a, a slack tool or a feature that connects random people from inside the vc i think it's called coffee club or something uh donut it's called donut like the one we yeah. use is donut yeah donut yeah yeah like, yeah yeah 
Yeah, so it's it's always you know it's always nice to meet with new people. One of the problems that I've seen, uh, especially with the lunch club, I'm not sure if it's just in in fact I've conferred with a few people and it's just, it's the same for them as well. Is that even though you have a good um, um, detailed uh, information, you have put detailed information about yourself, plus you have also chosen the persona that you want to meet. I still get people who. are from marketing and market me like to try to sell me sell something to me while on the call which is a very bad experience for me right that's that's not something what i want even i can go ahead and sell them uh, stuff from my side or from my work but i i'm not there to do that right so that's a really bad experience for me that whenever i'm trying to connect with people i only get um um like very slowly and smoothly segued to a conversation that becomes a sales pitch for them so that's a bad experience but i really think that it's uh, this could be improved um maybe you know one of the ways they are trying to do this is by uh, uh, having us review how the person was and if there was any problem in fact uh, while we are talking so uh, i am also uh, helping another startup called join something that connects so it's basically an online ai service that connects uh, members of the community with specific vendors experts or or service providers that could um that kind of could fulfill the business needs of this of the members of the community and we have built the whole thing using no code tools so yeah i think there's there's a use gap to be to be filled here and um, communities are going to stay for a long time but i I also see lots of new VCs coming in who are investing specifically in communities. I think uh, product and founders also is uh, going going um, uh, specifically in in communities. In this, I'm not really sure. There's also um, like Clubhouse. Would you say that that's a community? I think Clubhouse is getting a lot of uh, investment. So is it already a unicorn? I read that somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. There are report, there are reports. I mean, there are reports that they have they have a billion dollar valuation, but they do. I'm not sure yeah, if it's, if it's, it's theoretical. Listen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all reports. I've not like it's not anything from any official source, but yeah. like yeah, maybe maybe. But it's it's crazy how A16Z is investing in them. So yeah, I think communities are great. It's gonna stay for a very long time. It's gonna at least you know it's not not only say it's gonna grow of course. So yeah, great stuff with uh, with your with your startup. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, one one last thing. So, uh, you obviously want to inspire the youth. Want them to get more involved in India, like you've uh, like you initially started off. Are there any resources or any useful tips or any, probably it may be a book, it may be a website, it may be anything that you've uh, gone through in your life that you'd probably recommend people to read to or read into or get into or do some kind of thing that helps them uh, probably develop an innovative mind. uh think for their uh own think on their own do stuff just go there and uh do stuff anything anything do you have any uh, tips yeah so until now there was one tip that i would always give is find your ikigai which is a concept where you find what you are good at and what is a sellable skill that you have and what are you like kind of here to, why are you or what are you supposed to do that kind of stuff this is something that i would always ask everyone to do and i still do that but I'm not insisting on that now. 
the reason is when I tried, so I, I, I did it like a few years ago and then I did it again. Uh, someone suggested me that I should do it by the end of 2022 again, uh, understand where I'm heading to. So I did that again and it confused me a lot. And the reason is, uh, again, it goes back to how I want to do multiple things and not a single thing. So yeah, uh, feel free to do that. Uh, find your guy, and then you know, it will sort your uh, thought process a lot. Okay. So uh, something I tell young people always is, you know, and this question I get uh, asked a lot is that how, like, how to get started and uh, how to make sure that you can do something, how to achieve something, which are... To which I always answer that you you you'll never find out if you do not start the only the first step is you know always the hardest. Um, there's no other way of doing something or being able to do something without um, taking the first step. Uh, keep in mind that you are definitely going to fail. If not, it's good. But uh, failure is um, uh, even a better thing, and this could be a very um, non-intuitive advice. But I always say that for me, failure has always been. Um, a better teacher than a, than than success. So, yeah, I I I uh, again I used to also suggest uh, young people to watch Gary Vee and his videos, but I'm not uh, very strong on that now. Too uh, specific books, again, um, desert. So I I had read 300 books when I was, and I was awarded for this in the state that I currently live in for reading the highest number of books in the state when I was 15. And then after 15, I stopped reading books <laughs> uh, because I got saturated. So, yeah, so uh, which which leads to another thing that, you know, uh, uh, learning is good, uh, but, uh, you know, reading is good, consuming is good, but uh, start creating. And while you are creating, you'll be able to figure out that what is it that you are actually liking it. Uh, for example, you know, like the thought process behind this is that when, when you, like for example, when you're trying to, read something you think that you know that stuff but when you go and try that you know that what is it that you are missing out on what is the information that you actually did not remember or you could not understand right while reading you do not figure that out so the same way you know while you're consuming content you either think that you know it all or you think that you kind of don't know stuff but when you start creating that's when you're when the spark kind of comes and uh, that's when you find out um that what is it that you're looking at and what is it that you are good at, which then leads to a better way for you. That's that's really awesome. So like, I have one last question for you. Like, as I said, I just went through your LinkedIn profile and like learned a lot about you. So like, I, I like you stated that you have been nominated like top 30 game changers for India. And like, how was that experience from like being, being like failing at your first startup to being, to being nominated as like top 30 game changers from India, like how was, how has that journey been? And does how does it feel like right now? Because like we've understood your journey, but what is your inner feelings, thoughts and emotions uh, right now? Yeah, it's like, it's not much of a difference. So yeah, being awarded is really nice. And then of course me and everyone around me would really feel proud of this. And I actually am proud of it, but it's, not much of an achievement something that i really need to put on linkedin because you know <laughs> yeah even if not why would people connect with me so uh yeah it's something that's really that looks nice on linkedin and on a resume internally i feel good about it but it's not the best thing that could happen there's a lot to there's a lot to achieve there's a lot to work on um coming from where i'm coming from 
and how I used to be. I think it's a pretty nice progress <laughs> because like only I know how I used to be, right? Internally, I, I know that I, I was a dumb guy. So yeah, it's it's a nice progress. And uh, if I am at least one person better than yesterday, I am happy with myself. Uh, but awards are good. But uh, I so yeah. So so let me give an example. When I made the uh, app to connect people who need blood with people who can donate blood, that's one scenario. And then another scenario is I got awarded. More pleasure and more satisfaction I got when this app was used. And ultimately, it saved someone's life, right? So, like, awards are good, but when you actually create impact, you kind of don't care for awards. I do, but like, you know, priorities, priority-wise, uh, creating impact and seeing that you know it changed someone's life is more, uh, more exciting and satisfying. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Thank you, Dave, for taking the time and like talking to us. Uh, I know you have a busy schedule and busy week going on. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. You guys are amazing, man.